Зачем? Jesse Glenn's. Harry Hansen. Great, I'm like a celebrity. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl, how are you? Doing good. Looking good. Michael Truscott's facility. Pretty impressive. Kind of excited to do this. Nitro, James Giassi. Yeah, we're here. Lizzie. You guys are really something, man. Like uh, welcome. Cam Schaefer. Your old 85 car, blue and yellow, Mr. John Canta. Jeez, I feel like I'm Dale Jr. <laughs> podcast. Michael. Let's go. <laughs> dude, I'm fired up, dude. The Bell 2 Media Podcast is sponsored by QualityFreightRate.com. Use the promo code BUILT2 and get 10% off your first shipment. And sign up is easy. QualityFreightRate.com. BUILT2 Media Podcast. The podcast. The BUILT2 Media Podcast. 60% of the time. It works every time. Here's your host, number seven, Gunner Cummings. And I've danced like I've never danced before. 12X, like Anderson. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? The big, sexy Todd Ellison. But I'm so happy, hold me. Built to media podcast. It's like a new pair of underwear. At first, it's constricted, but after a while, it becomes a part of you. Now here's Gunner, Blake, and Todd, and Todd. Did you hit the button? Yeah, I hit the button. Episode 36, button hit, recording. And we got ta 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 in the studio. studio. Dad? What's going on? What's going on, boys? I'm fired up, dude. I am fired up. Let's go. Um, uh, here we go. This is it. Hey, Todd. Yes, sir. If you spell Chuck Norris in Scrabble, you win oh, forever. Geez. You do forever. <laughs> the wow. delivery on that way, way better. <sighs> I don't know. I'm thinking it was still rough. Ooh. Why are you give me so much shit on these? What do you got? <laughs> See, that's why we don't go out and do jokes. Right. Chuck Norris doesn't sleep. All right. He waits. <laughs> he does. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, still man. bad. Still, I yeah. <laughs> no comment. What was that noise <laughs> at the end before you said no comment? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm pretty sure you're the one that was eating paint chips, Dad. Dad. Hey, you never know with me. <laughs> that, that would explain a lot, actually. <laughs> oh well, firing it off. We're uh, we went back to back on recording, so we will not have any updates at the end of this. But boy, am I excited to interview this guy! Yeah, he uh, is a young shoe, young hot shoe, young hot shoe. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on a menu at a Chinese that's restaurant. A, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, and not you hot, young hot shoe, young hot shoe. Hey. What you want to drink? Hey, before we get into this, into this. Oh, uh, I just had something come to mind, but sure. We were talking on the phone earlier the other day oh, about Carrie Madsen's win. Make me do it. Do you think you Whoa. could uh, go to his victory lane interview quick? You want me to do it, or you want me to play it? Uh, no, I just want you to to do it yourself. Man, I wish I would have watched it before you put me on the uh, spot here. Honestly. Carrie, congrats on the win. Yo, mate, I uh, run it down in there at 10-1 on the first lap. I didn't really feel like I could really get it going, but, boy, I tell you, three laps into it or so, I got up there on the cushion and it just felt so good. This Ford power, man, I can tell you enough. 
it's it's a it's a really good card. It's, you know, man, the cause is fast. On uh, on lap eight, there you you got into uh, I think it was second there, and you started catching the leader. How how'd the car feel all night long? Oh man, the car is great. This uh, this Tony Stewart car, uh, fourteen uh, TSR. Man, I just want to thank all my sponsors at uh, Vance Auto Parts, uh, Truck Line. Um, man, it just feels good to be back in Victor Lane. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know you've been on the podium quite a bit here. How good does it feel to get that win? Well, once we got in with Tony Stewart racing, and uh, it's uh, it's an honor. It's it feels really good to be back in the car, and the, uh, this Ford Power, it's just it's so fast, and I, I just can't thank Tony enough and all the other guys. Well, congratulations! <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> Todd, how do we do? I didn't know he was actually going to play the interview. Wow! I mean, Blake, you could have tried at least doing it. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's good. Yes. No, seriously though, congrats, congrats to Carrie. That was uh, that was a cool win at Jackson. It'd be three weeks ago when this yeah. episode comes up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two in a row. I the mean, mad, that's, the madman. Yeah, but hey, who won the big show? Shark Racing. Hmm. Yep. yep, Logan. Yep. Guess who's still on top of points? Yeah. Speaking of which, we never did our bet thing. Todd, who did we bet on? <laughs> oh, gosh. For the Masters? Yeah, do you remember? I told you to write it down because well, you know we I, were going to forget. Yeah, I knew you were going to forget, but wouldn't you know that uh, between you guys betting that uh, Gunner picked James Giotti and Blake <laughs> picked Jesse Glenn? I, I cannot believe it. No way. <laughs> I don't believe no you. No joke. Hey. <laughs> I think I, if we if we did weekly picks and you guys had to pick, you know, whoever it's like, oh, who's going to win the late models? Well, I'm, you know, I'm thinking James Gunner would say, and, and Blake would be a card to bet against Jesse. Hey, are we wrong though? <laughs> I mean, no, you're not. That's the funny thing though. <laughs> I don't know, but then but then you go on and you're like, Sammy's running really good. You can never count out Jimmy either. But then Jake's been on the podcast. Hey, hey, I did pick AJ, but I picked him for the late model. Right, you should have went you with did. him on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Friday. or Friday, sorry, yeah. Friday night. Yeah, no, yeah. not bad. Hey, I picked Jake for to... the late model. I think I got two yeah, out of three. I think so. Hard to pick against any of these guys. I mean, they're all just killing it right now. No, oh, they are. So I heard a little. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say it. Anyway, let's get to our sponsors. Oh, yeah. No, John Canta. <laughs> But he changed the most, the, like this nothing with this setup all weekend. Yeah. He changed brake pads. And then he got faster. Yeah. Really? Really? You need brakes. You do need brakes. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but it was brake pads. Well, it all depends on the driver, but. Now let's try the other guy's brake pads. <laughs> <laughs> You're driving along. <laughs> driving along. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you think they'd sponsor us? Callahan Auto? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we got to stick with Tommy. New guys are, yeah. Hey. New guys over in the corner puking his guts out. <laughs> Medic gets oh, out. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> well. Oh, gosh. What do you think? Sponsors, boys. I think we should do a uh, run through our sponsors. Ah, do you want to pull off three, four of them? 
three, four of them. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't do it without sponsors like qualityfreightrate.com. Huge sponsor of ours. What promo code are you going to use? I would use uh, Built 2 for 10% off. Boom. We got uh, Kick-Ass Beef Jerky, of course. Some of the best beef jerky around. Yes. As well as Liquid Nitro Energy. Green guy. Red guy. Red guy here. Watermelon shooters all around. Watermelon shooters. Yes. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that. How about uh, we got Thunder Hill Speedway? Killing it out there. Yeah. Racing was great. It was. Three wide hey, all was, night. Was there, was there any uh, big name people around Thunder Hill last, uh, last race? Four weeks ago? <laughs> I was there. Four weeks I mean, ago? Blake yeah. and I were there. Yeah, I was Were tired. you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like the guy in the corner puking his guts out by the end of the night. <laughs> Yeah, Kyle Bush was there. The old Kyle Bush. Kelly Earnhardt. Oh. Yep. She might have been wow. there. Sat down and talked with her for quite a while. Possible uh, podcast guest or No, definitely. Yeah. But we're not we didn't say that. No. I didn't hear it. SKD. Scott King. Always coming up with the best. That's what he does. Hope you guys like the new layout because I thought it was pretty bitching. Yeah. Uh, then we got Jiggy Signs and the Graphics. Which he also does more than just graphics. Commercial, signs. Residential. T-shirts. Wait. Suits. You name it. He, Mini, does, he even does, he does like it all. mods, too, like little replicas. Wow. Yeah. K1, Ryan Bowers, some of the best suits out there. Yep. Then we got Tarvis Racing. The Osho. Wide, wide, wide open marine. Mm. Mm. I, never, I learned so much about that last week. I did. Yesterday. How about uh, spot on? Credit card processing? Yeah. Uh, well, apparently some of the best rates around. Talk to Ben, too, and he'll get you 25% off if you mention Built 2. Or you heard it on the podcast. Boom. Aqua Hills Water. Mm. Boom. I think th- I think that's all. That is all of them. Is that it, folks? That's all of them. That's Check it. them out. Check them all out. Each and every one. Go like their Facebook page. Go check them out. And uh, support the people that support what you like. Boom. Absolutely. Okay. Why don't we bring on old Gavin? Get our guest up on there. Get up on down, down there. Come on now. Blake, uh... Push some buttons on his phone and I'm gonna we'll get hit, him on. I'm going to hit the button. Hit the button. What do you think? Let's you hit think it. I just hit the button? Hit it. Built to Media. Built to Media Podcast. Time for the Built to Media Podcast. Special guest. We've had some Hall of Famers on the podcast. And there's also been some young people that could be future Hall of Famers. And our next guest is one of them. He started racing in 2012 at the age of five in the rookie cage class. Made the jump to the slingshot division in 2013. And over a four-year period, he racked up 19 slingshot wins. And was the Midwest slingshot regional champion. 2019 was his first full year running the limited late model class. And in 2020, he raced 20 times. 
And the results? Only 15 top 10s, 10 top 5s, and one win. And this year, he's on pace to put up even better numbers. In nine races, he's got eight top 10s, six top 5s, and one win. The Bill 2 Media Podcast welcomes from New Richmond, Wisconsin, number 50, Gavin Taurus. And it starts now. Gavin, <clears throat> Bill 2 Media Podcast, coming at you live. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm ready to go. Good. We're good. What's going on up in New Richmond today? Oh, not much. It's a gloomy day. I don't know. Not really doing much. You, uh, I assume you would still be pretty pumped, you know, coming off of a win. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I mean, we went to Deer Creek last week and it got rained out, but I mean, just all the people there saying congratulations and stuff makes you feel good and shows that the hard work pays off. Right. Yeah, you look damn we're good. Quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're travels quick in the in the late model division there. Yeah, especially it was a late model event too, and then down by Deer Creek there, that's where my dad grew up, so it was a lot of his buddies too that were just saying congrats and stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah, um, and how does it feel? I mean, winning in front of a big crowd like that on the last night of the Masters had to be you know, such a cool experience just to, to be in that position. Yeah, it is cool, especially considering like you've been to that event so many times and grew up watching it. I mean, that's what I said in victory lane Two people laughed at me because I said, I've been watching it since I was a kid and they're like, Oh, you're still a kid. But like <laughs> considering I've been there, you know, watching my grandpa and stuff race there since I was really little. And then to be there is pretty awesome. Well, let's stay on the same subject. Why don't you give us a rundown of your weekend? How did it all go in a in a in a form of total all of it? Yeah, so Thursday I drew like the ninety eight pill, so I started out back <laughs> and then that was the one night it was wide open, so I couldn't really pass. So then I started uh nineteenth in the feature and drove it up to fifth. So at that point I knew we had a good car for the rest of the weekend. It was just a matter of ourselves in position and then friday night started sixth in the heat race and i think we drove it up to third and then uh somebody didn't go to the scale so we moved up to second which put us fifth in points and with the invert got a front row start so that was nice and then started out uh led the first 10 laps and then got passed by hoper on the outside halfway through the feature and then ran second to him but i mean he's been the class of he's been the best in the class ever since they, they started it so i knew he had a good shot going into saturday it was just about trying to beat him and lucky luck fell away and he got into some trouble in the heat race which put him out starting in the back and in our heat i think i started third and finished second which put us six in points and then hit the invert again to start on the pole so, and then they did a full track prep, which was like USA Nationals prep. So it was wide open. And it, I mean, I don't know if I let off almost the whole feature. And then <laughs> it helped on the first lap, the whole entire field piles up, except for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, that helped me out a lot because well, I was pretty much the only clean car left in the field. And then from there, I just, I knew I got good starts on them and, from there, I just set sail and made sure I kept my line and 
and try to stay patient around the lappers. Because I knew I had a pretty decent lead because I just looked up at the scoreboard uh, like twice. So I just kind of stayed patient and made sure I didn't, you know, cross myself up or do anything stupid to lose it. Yeah, Gavin, we were uh, we were actually watching in in turn three on Thursday night, uh, myself and Gunner. And uh, I was going to ask you there was a there was a caution, and you actually stopped on the backstretch. And I saw your dad come down, and he was hollering at you to tell you to run the middle. And uh, sure enough, after that, you you had went to the middle, and you were continuing passing cars. But what are you what are you thinking when uh, when the race stops and stuff, and you kind of have to regather your thoughts? I mean, do you just go over what lines you're taking or uh, kind of what are you what are you thinking about when you're sitting there? Yeah, I was thinking of that. And then if he comes over, he gets, if I move down to the bottom for one lap or I get stuck down there, he's like, oh, he's changing his line. He always wants to go to the bottom. That's what him and my grandpa always say. They always harp on me for that. But, but yeah, I'm mostly thinking about that and just like where I'm restarting and then where the cars around me have been running just to, you know, kind of gauge myself off them. And, you know, kind of just, there wasn't that, that any night, but you always got to think about, you know, if there's any rubber coming or anything like that. But, you know, I was mostly just focused on, I knew I had a car that could be up there, so I was just focused on making sure I could keep clean on the restart and get back to the middle. Right. Yeah, when uh, <laughs> when we seen your dad sitting there, I know I know for the feature uh, Thursday night, Jake Kim had a guy that had uh, sticks out there, and he was telling them where to go on the track, but the way your dad was, as animated as he was, it was comical to watch, but he really got his point across to get you to move around. Yeah, that, I mean, probably for him to come signaling it, that was probably the fastest he's ever ran. <laughs> and and it's still not that fast, but, I mean, he probably sprinted faster than he ever has before. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Gavin, I wanted to ask you, what are your thoughts on yellow flags? Because I know... I've talked to some people and some like it when it just goes green to checkered because they feel like they can get in their rhythm. But other guys like, you know, when there's a couple of yellows, you can get some restarts and really try and move forward that way. But, you know, if you were in a race, say you're starting mid-pack, would you want it to go green to checkered or do you like a few cautions in there? Uh, starting mid-pack, I definitely probably want caution, especially if you had a good car because it's like the leaders nowadays, they, they get such a, out to such a good lead just to start off the race. I mean, if you're working your way through the field, you usually still need to yellow just to get back with them, especially, you know, if you're back, so say a fourth row on back, you just like a caution and just catch your breath and, you know, see what line you're running or if you need to change up what you're doing. But the only time I really don't want to see a caution is when I'm leading, especially if I know I got a good car and <laughs> I got a big lead and nothing really to worry about. Right. So on, uh, on Saturday, when that big pileup happened, I mean, when you come out at turn four and seen the entire field piled up on the backstretch like an enduro race, what was going through your head? I was actually kind of happy to see it because <laughs> I, I knew I had a better shot at winning the race then, and everybody else's car was jammed up, but I was just like, what are these guys doing? I, I had no idea what happened. I was like, "Was I? did I cause that? Did I somebody coming off the corner was that me or what's going on but i figured it was from the slime because like even when we were warming up i could tell that it was slimy on some parts of the track so but lucky i was in the lead so i could really kind of like move around on the warm-up laps to see where it wasn't slimy it was ran in so but 
you know, I was just like, I got a good shot at this now, so I just got to make sure I don't screw it up. Yeah, when uh, when you get races that have uh, bigger name drivers in the uh, Fulton Way model division and stuff like that, are you going to talk to anybody to get some tips or tricks or anything like that, or you kind of keep it to yourself? Or uh, I mean, I talked to Lance some because my dad used to tip for him for like 20 years when he, oh, since he was a kid, but most of it, my dad just tells me, I mean, he, he thinks, likes to think that he's right most of the time. So kind of <laughs> got to listen to him, you know, but not really anybody. I mean, I get some advice from Pat Doerr sometimes and other guys, but I mean, I'm not over bothering them all night because I know that they, you know, they're trying to win their own race, like trying to let them do their thing. Right. Um, Gavin, so you're, you're 14, correct? Yep. Okay. Dang. So, uh, you know, obviously you didn't start out in the whole late models or the limited late models, whatever. Um, where did you get your start at? Uh, so it was like, I think 2012, I believe. Uh, somebody had something in Somerset, uh, Al Wistock, he's got like a home built track in his backyard. So somebody, they, people were practicing their rookie cage there. So I went there and practice it and he has hay bales on the outside of the track well i just held it wide open the whole time and <laughs> rode around the hay bales i don't even know what I, was, I don't know if i was not strong enough to turn the wheel or what but you know but i liked it so then my uh that year i think we borrowed a rookie cage and i raced like two or three races and i don't know i don't really even know how i did in that but did that and then the next year i got a slingshot which they race at mississippi thunder and deer creek they don't really they don't really race them that much anymore but at that time it was pretty big so got into that the next year and i wasn't very good the first two years i raced i think i got one win in those but then in what would it be 2016 i think uh i really started picking up the pace in that and you know, gathered a couple feature wins, probably four or five wins. And, uh, we're good guys too. I mean, a couple of the guys I race against now in that class, in the limited late models were in slingshots as well. And a lot of B mod guys. And then 2017, uh, I moved up to the A class, which, so that's basically the advanced drivers and had a really good year in that, uh, won like the regional points they had for that didn't win the track points but we didn't really go after that and then picked up probably somewhere around 10 wins and that and then so my dad was kind of like all right you kind of have been advanced for that so we got to get you in something faster you know because i always said i wanted to you know be on the big track so he's like we'll just keep moving you up when you're ready so then i got a one of them 600 mini mods and raced that at Granite City and I think one race at Chateau. And that was a lot of fun, but it was also pretty dangerous because your feet are like two feet from where the front bumper is. So if you went and hit the wall, good chance of getting hurt. So we only mm-hmm. did one year in that, but it was we did like five or six races and uh, got a second place finish in that and had a couple other good runs, but had a lot of bad luck. But there's also some other, it was good racing in that because uh, you guys probably know Shane, my uncle. Yep. Mm-hmm. He 
used to set those things up all the time. You know, he had Chase race those for a year or two, so he had a really good setup in that, so it made it a lot of fun. You know, I raced against a lot of good guys, too, like uh, Adam Hensel's brother and then Peyton Hansen, who races AMODs now. Had good runs in that, and then after a year of that, me and my dad both kind of decided that was pretty dangerous, so we sold that and got a late model. But I was too young to race it, so we kind of just, I don't know, I almost took the year off. We were just kind of setting up the car and kind of going over everything on it and then practiced a couple times towards the middle of the end of the year. And after that, started my first year in the late models in 2019. That's a pretty so what good was that down. jump light? What was yeah. that? Well, I was going to say, uh, what was that like? I mean, you went from a pretty small car to sitting in a full late model. And then uh, what was it like, you know, getting going to get that first car? I can't imagine you were, you know, not excited by any means. Yeah, I was pretty excited, but I was also I'm not scared, but nervous because I didn't really know if I could do it or what i mean it's just a pretty daunting task if you've never done it and considering i came from pretty small cars i was excited but also nervous but i think the first time i practiced i was wasn't that good i spun out a couple of times i was you know getting that feel of being sideways but staying in the gas you know that's what you gotta get after those cars they kind of helped me with that though because the slingshots and mini mods are both I mean, the Mini Mod was a four-bar car, which is open wheel, so you were sideways a lot, but still, it's just a whole different animal with the late model, how much bigger it is. How long do you think you would, uh, you'd say it took you to get the feel of the suspension travel and side bite and all that with that bigger tire? I mean, when did it actually, like, I got the feel of this, I can do it now? Uh, Probably, like, half the year. So the whole year practicing 2018, then like half of 2019, and then I kind of had it, you know, pretty well down. I knew what the car was going to do and how it react to certain things. But I mean, in 2019, we had an old uh, Pierce chassis and it, I mean, it, it wasn't really, it was pretty old. So it hasn't really been set up for the advances that they've made in the technology. So a lot of times, like, you couldn't really get it sideways and have a lot of side bites. So I'd be, I spun out a lot. But then when I actually got the very right car last year and the first time I practiced it, I came out and told my dad, I'm like, this thing feels so much different because I can actually feel it in the racetrack a lot more and a lot more side bites. So it's, it's kind of hard to say because some of it was the car and some of it was me. But I'd say I got a pretty well hang of it halfway through the first year. Dang. That's pretty quick. Um, hey, I just wanted to uh, I wanted to ask you this. Um, we asked Kennedy Swan, and she's also fourteen. But uh, what do I mean when you tell people, or you know, do people know that you're into racing? And I guess what do they think of it at like at school, your friends and stuff? Uh, yeah, I think pretty much the whole school knows that I do it. Uh, some of my friends think it's cool, and then like. Some of them, you know, they're like, like, yeah, whatever. Because, I mean, nowadays people are more interested in, like, TikTok and being on their phones more than, <laughs> yeah. you know, cars and out- outdoor stuff like it used to be. So, 
but still, I mean, some of my friends think it's cool, but it's like a lot of the people's parents that think it's cooler than the kids do. Right. I think, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead, Todd. Well, I was going to say, so, I mean, you kind of had mentioned that you got used to the car midway through 2019. But uh, in 2020, you picked up your first win, and you picked it up at Cedar Lake. What was that like? Uh, it was kind of it was exciting, but it was also kind of underwhelming because going into the last restart there, uh, Nick Paninski, he was on the pole, and I actually got stuck on his left rear tire with my right front. <laughs> and it took a while to get us pulled apart, but it, it was just a crazy start because I don't even know what happened when he was going to three because he was either brake checking or shut off or whatever, but we were stuck together. And then I was like, they're like, yeah, you can probably keep going. I was like, I was just making sure nothing fell off. And I just KO'd the wall going into one. And I was like, <laughs> all right, go to victory lane. And I was kind of just like, couldn't even process what happened. You know, and then a lot of people were like, oh, he wrecked the guy to win. So I was, I was almost like kind of disappointed because I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to win without people trying to say that. But I feel like at the Masters now, I did that to kind of prove everybody wrong. Yeah, I was actually at that race last year, sitting in turn two, and I remember, if I remember right, the, the guy that was leading, wasn't he an asphalt guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and I, I mean, the way it looked, he 100% brake checked you, and you drove just underneath him. Like, you couldn't go anywhere. Even but, the other uh, guy. Yeah, the other guy was right under his uh, right rear, too. Yeah, yeah. It was, I don't know, I nothing that you did, but I remember being there and, and I sent your dad a message afterwards and said, you know, it's really cool to see your first win. It's going to be the first of many. Yeah. It was, I mean, even though that happened, it was still super cool and, you know, exciting to win that. And I remember, I think it was either on like Pack the Stands night or something. So it was also a pretty big crowd. Yeah. Um, hey, what, uh, <laughs> what's that? I thought I was going to keep going. Sorry. Uh, Gavin, what, um, you know, I know you're still young, only 14 years old. Um, but having this much success, you got to be thinking about the future. Um, where do you, where do you see yourself in five years or kind of like, what are your goals for the next few years? Uh, I definitely want to move into the bigger late models. You know, I don't want to sit around and limited and, I don't know, quote unquote, cherry pick, but so I really want to move up into that, you know, in one or two years, and, you know, hopefully just keep, you know, gaining experience to hopefully, you know, be up battling with like Jimmy and James and Jesse up there and Pat, you know, and just hope to win races, like win the Masters again, but in the, you know, open late models and just try to win as many races as I can and see where it takes me, you know, hopefully be able to, like, my long-term goal would be to be able to make the USA Nationals and be competitive in that. Yeah, with something like that, I mean, uh, you kind of went through the Masters weekend here. We'll, we'll touch on your, your latest win, but the the crowd was plenty big for all three nights, and you win on the biggest night. I mean, talk about your win. That's I think that's your first big check, really, isn't it? Yeah, that, that was probably the coolest part. I mean, I think that's way cooler than a trophy because now like you hang it up in the shop, everybody sees that and they know that you won the masters. So that was pretty cool. And 
you know, just to have your name on one of those is awesome to see. So having Lance Matthews in your back pocket, how much has that helped you? Uh, as far I would say this year, since you're physically out on the track every day, you can be. But is there any? I mean, obviously there's an advantage having them right there, but what has it taught you? Just so a lot of it is just like seeing the track change and just like you know, like how to adjust your brakes in the car and that. But I mean, everybody that knows Lance knows he doesn't talk much. So it's, he's not all the time, like always in my ear, but you know, every, anytime I need something, he'll tell me, but I'd say just the, the biggest advantage is just having him for like anything you need where you're not just confused when you go out there to do something wrong. If you don't know what you're doing, you can just ask him. To, uh, to kind of change gears a little bit. I know, obviously I would say racing is your, your first biggest passion, but I know you're an avid ball player as well. Uh, talk a little bit about, you know, your baseball and stuff like that. I think if I'm not wrong, you're on an all-star team for Richmond. Is that correct? Uh, not like an all-star team, but it's AAA. So, and not a lot in Richmond have AAA, but yeah, I play baseball a lot and then also play, uh, football and basketball. So I'm always, you know, pretty busy, usually doing stuff five, six days out of the week. And also play baseball for some club teams, which is fun to get to travel around. Went to Missouri and Iowa and stuff. So, yeah, it's never really a dull day around here. <laughs> so let's just say hypothetically, if you have the opportunity to play college baseball or to go around the World of Outlaw Tour in a late model, which one are you picking? Uh, probably, I, if it was World of Outlaw Tour, I'd probably do that. Unless, you know, I already had a, I already knew I was going to be in the major league, but the world, I think I'd choose the world of outlaw tour if I was just kind of an average college baseball player, because, you know, not a lot of people have a shot to do that. Right. So what you're saying is there's a chance that MLB could take over versus racing. Ooh. Yeah. But that chance is like not even 1% because (laughs) the likeliness of me making the MLB is not good. So I I'm pretty sure you're thinking there's a little better better take on the uh, racing side of things. Yes, but if, I mean if I do make MLB, by the time my career is done, I probably have enough money to make my own team and either have somebody yeah. drive it or take myself on the tour. I like your thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad, <laughs> Todd. What else you got to throw at this kid? Well, I was going to say racing definitely runs deep in your family. You know, your your dad obviously helped Lance Matthew for years, and I think he still does from time to time when he can. But uh, your grandpa, Kevin, has raced, you know, in this area for years and years and years. He's raced just about every single car there is. And then obviously Chase being your cousin too. Uh, what is that like going to, the, going to the track and just having a family atmosphere, especially at Cedar Lake? It, I mean, it is definitely really cool just to, know that you have other family members that have done this and that are, you know, there to help you and just having them around all the time, you know, and they live, you know, right in Somerset and Chase lives right in Dresser. So it's like, it's not like you're far distance away, you know, me and Chase sometimes race on the same night too. So that's always, you know, just cool. And to know that they like understand what happens in the car and they understand what's going on when you race. So you actually got like two legends in your back pocket, to be honest. 
But whatever made you go to late models versus sprint cars? Because I assume that you kind of look up to Chase yet just a little bit too, currently. Yeah, uh, I think Shane leads sprint car, leads sprint car, but my dad is has nothing to do with sprint cars, and he uh, calls them <laughs> dune buggies and doesn't think they're a real race car. So, so your dad's a true late tough. model guy. <laughs> yeah, he's. Yep, he's also one of the guys who doesn't like to see Kyle Larson win normally. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean, he's got to be getting a little bit of respect for him. I mean, he's been in all three now. Yeah, he does respect him, but he likes to see him win in a sprint car and NASCAR. But in the late model, he's not yeah. really that big of a fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he's still giving him. That's good. He's just a little bit mad at him then. Yeah, he he says it's the uh, equipment that's bringing to the win with Kevin Rumley. Ah, uh, hey now, hey now, they all got good equipment. I'm up at that level. <laughs> I mean, he did beat Brandon Overton and everybody else out there. So I'm just saying, <laughs> gonna have to debate it. Nah, that was in a heat race, so when it was wide open, Martin uh, he had the backup beepers on in the slick. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. When it comes to throttle control, the sprint car guys kind of fall behind a little bit. Oh, geez. Oh, they're coming at us bad. <laughs> Listen to this kid. Well, you're definitely not wrong. <laughs> but still, he must be proven a little throttle control by now. Right. He was right uh, there during yeah, the dream. Yeah, he was pretty good. I mean... When the cushion went away, he kind of fell back, but I'll give him some credit. <laughs> All right. He's better than, he's better than shops is in a late model. That's yeah. Yeah. And you would think of that guy owning his own and being out in North Dakota, he could race whenever he wants too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, when you got into, uh, into racing, was there any other number that you were or wanted to be other than 50? Uh, no, at first I was thinking about being 90 for, cause Lance had that, but I was like, nah, I think it'd be easy, better. And I wanted to go to the 50 more just cause it had, you know, kind of more of a legacy within our family. Yeah, true. Uh, Todd may have said that 50 is not just a legacy from Kevin, but it also goes to softball, baseball and everywhere else it can. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you and my sister wears it now and she plays. But she actually flipped out when she got number 50 because my dad just put it in so when she went. She actually got mad at first, but now she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So one thing I wanted to touch on, the win from uh, the Masters here, it, it looked as if you got out of the car with the steering wheel, jumped on the, on the uh, roof, and paid a little homage to somebody. You want to talk about that? Oh, my bow? Your yeah, bow. I kind of, I wanted to do, I wanted to do a celebration. I've been thinking about that, but I didn't want to copy somebody. So I kind of took my own twist into the bow with the steering wheel where Bush does it with the checkered flag. But still, he, I don't dislike Kyle Bush, but he's not my favorite driver. <laughs> so it's not anywhere like Kyle Bush is my hero. I'm doing it now. You're you're kind of a little bit of a Kyle Larson hater. You're not a huge Kyle Busch fan. 
But is there anybody in the racing world that you do really look up to? Uh, I do like Kyle Larson when he races NASCAR. Okay, okay. I cheer for him in that. But probably I'd say Brandon Overton. And I've been a fan of him even before he won the Dreams and stuff. It's just because I'm definitely not as good as him. But I think me and him kind of drive similar almost because he's always in the middle just like me. And, you know, he's normally not up top just like me. So I like to watch him, you know, just to kind of take tips from him. And look what he's doing just to see because me and him drive similar in my eyes. I'd say that'd be a good guy to uh, watch considering his recent runs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he's been on fire lately. You know, he's definitely got the slick track program down. It's pretty impressive to watch a late model run the slick that long too. Right through the middle and passing <laughs> like hardcore passing people. Yeah, you He's definitely got something going right when people are trying to say he's got traction control when yeah. you just have that good of a <laughs> when you have that good of a foot in a slick. Uh yes. Well, twenty twenty, you raced twenty times, one win, you had ten top fives, fifteen top tens. Can you give us your prediction on twenty twenty one? Um uh, I kind of got off to a bad start because I raced two races and then our whole family got COVID. So I don't even know what I'm at right now, but I'd say I'd like to get four or five wins by the end of the year. And hopefully I'd say we're shooting to get 20 races just to kind of be around there in the points. So I'd say I'd like to get 12 top fives and 15 top tens again, but I'd like to definitely win more races and hopefully one more big race. I'd like to win either the Nationals or the Legendary. That would be pretty cool. That would be sweet. We'll all be cheering for you, too, believe Heck me. Yeah. Um, what do you think the timeline is on going up to a Wasoda late model? I don't know yet. My dad has kind of been talking to that, talking about that, but it's just kind of all depends on how the end of this year goes. You know, and also, it's like you got to find the money to get it too. They're not cheap to yeah. buy. And so I, you know, my dad's trying to work out a deal maybe with Lance to get his motor when he's all done. Hopefully have that ready to go. So I'd say maybe two years. That'd be pretty sweet. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. I mean, seeing, definitely seeing the success that some of these, you know, younger guys have, have had like Sammy Mars has been running really well lately. And, uh, it's just, it's really cool to see, I think. Yeah, especially, you know, I know I can do it after seeing, you know, Sammy win, and he, he used to race the Limited. You know, and he kind of, I don't know, I'd say he kind of had the same path as me, almost where he had like two years, and then his third year, he really started to, you know, show out. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll get there. <laughs> you yeah. already proved it last weekend. Well, <laughs> two weekends ago. But, uh, well, as far as your racing career goes, I think we're, we're pretty good on that. Now we want to kind of get to know you a little bit. So we got a little thing called two minute random questions that usually end up taking a lot longer than two minutes, but they're a hundred percent random. And we're going to try to get you to answer as fast as you can with short answers. And we're going to go every other. So Todd's going to start it off. All right. Uh, let's see here. (laughs) Which would you rather, or which would you prefer for a roommate, a goat or a bird? 
Uh, a goat. <laughs> Definitely a goat. <laughs> Is cereal soup? No, not even close. <laughs> not even a little bit. Uh, what is the coolest sound? The coolest? Yeah. No, I'd probably have to say the revving of an engine. Mm, good answer. It's hard to go wrong with that. Uh, what's the most boring sport? Uh, definitely my sister's softball games because <laughs> it's either a strikeout or a walk. <laughs> you 10 softball is the worst. <laughs> That's awesome. And on top of that, they call it fast pitch when the kids hit 30 miles an hour. <laughs> you got a point. I always wondered why they called it that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what animal is the biggest party animal? Um, probably a monkey because they're wild. We've been they, they're always jumping around. Yeah, they're always jumping from like thing to thing. They're never really sitting around. Yeah, we've been getting that answer a lot. Um, let's say you're going to order a pizza. Are you going to put pineapple on it or no? Never. Oh, never. Never. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Not once. Honestly, so, I don't even think I've even tried it on the pizza. So tell Ooh. Tell me why they call Canadian bacon Canadian bacon when it's basically ham. Give us your best demonstration of why. Because they just wanted to say something different than bacon. This regular bacon. Yeah. Canada just wanted to be selfish. (laughs) They wanted to claim the fame on something. Don't they just call it ham in Canada, though? (laughs) Do they call it American bacon? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Oh, uh, Gavin, who's the most interesting person you've ever met? Uh, I met Paul Molitor at a baseball game once. I don't know if he's the most interesting, but he's definitely the most famous. That's cool. Uh, if you're gonna... played, what I played against his kid in that game. Well, huh. well, did you beat him? Yeah, I actually believe I hit a double off his kid. Nice. (laughs) And his kid, he's definitely not as good as Paul, I'll say that. (laughs) We got him out to end the game, and he took his bat and slammed it right Uh, against the fence. Not cool, man. No. Just like throwing helmets. You just don't do it. Sore loser. (laughs) Uh, Gavin, do you play any video games? Uh yeah. What's your favorite video game? Uh probably iRacing. Mm. Good answer. Good answer. Watch for Built 2 to host oh. some races this winter. Okay, I'll join the late model one. <laughs> <Yeah>. Come on. <laughs> well, no, the sprint cars are so easy on there. You barely even turn the wheel. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Well, Gavin, it was good talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) What about the wingless ones? Yeah. I didn't even bother buying those. Jeez. (laughs) Don't even have it purchased. (laughs) Sprint car hater. (laughs) The midgets are fun only at Chili Bowl, though. That's pretty fun. You actually have to swing those into the corner. You are kind of right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I kind of got to agree with them. 
what is the craziest bet that you've made out of your 14 years? I don't know. I've made a lot of bets with my dad over outcomes of the race. <laughs> probably the craziest bet I've made with him was that you're watching the Wild West shootout on TV and there was this one car that kept spinning out every race. So we bet if he would spin out over or under two times. <laughs> that was probably the craziest one. <laughs> Who won? I think I did with under two times because he always goes to the over. He always thinks it's going to be worse than it is. um i mean obviously this would be a little hard to answer at your age but what would be the hardest thing to give up uh probably my race car just considering how much work you put into it and how much time goes into it just to get it on the track so i know we ask this question every podcast but we got to get everybody's answer how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? I, I don't even know if chickens could do it. I think it would take a rooster with the loud noise to, like, I don't know, just freak it out and make it tip over or something to <laughs> actually get on it. I don't know Startle if a it. chicken could do it. So you're saying so, the elephant basically needs to have a heart attack in order for these things to kill it. Yeah, because, well, Shane has a lot of chickens, and they're more scared of they're like scared of the dog even. So an elephant, they have no chance. What about a all right, let's let's change this. How many roosters would it take to kill an elephant? Oh, it's five. 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 Ooh, but why five? five? What do those five feel, chickens have? I think they can come after it from all angles then. Mm, okay. Once, if they can scare it and they get a big enough noise and then they come after it because the roosters can actually get mad and come after people. So True. So you're you're going with five roosters but like infinity chickens? Yeah. There could be a whole field of chickens. I don't think they'd kill one elephant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is deep. This is. Wow. Uh, let me Oh, did we lose Todd? I don't think so. Todd? Huh. Did we lose both of them? When I was like seven. Oh. And I got a rebound and took the ball the wrong way. That was probably the worst. Can we re-ask that scored. question? We didn't hear any of it. Oh, sorry. Uh, what would be, or what has been the most embarrassing uh, part of your life? Uh, when I was playing basketball, I took the ball backwards and shot on the wrong hoop. Oh. <laughs> that would probably be the worst. <laughs> I've seen that done. Yes. Oh. Usually make a higher light reel for that one. Um, so do you think that cavemen actually had nightmares about cave women? Uh, I doubt it. Really? Doubt it. Now, let's say Batman and Superman get in a fight. Who are you picking? Probably Batman. I feel <sighs> like he get he would get more mad, more furious than Superman would. Yeah. Okay, okay. Good I feel, answer. I feel like Superman could yeah. fly away from the issue and come back and kill him though. Yeah, but That's I true. think Batman 
Batman would have some tricks up his sleeve. Yeah, always mm. does. Yeah. Never know what's the dark side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what's your favorite TV show? I don't even. I don't even. I don't even really watch that much TV. So, the the one thing that I did watch when I was a kid would be uh, Dirt Nights. I used to watch that all the time. Yeah, nice. that's a good one. <laughs> on YouTube, yeah. Mm, what body, body part would you like to remove? Uh, probably my nose. Because then I won't have to smell anything terrible. True. So which one would you like I to feel add? Like it, uh, maybe a third arm. I feel like it'd be a lot easier to do some things, yeah, but it, was, it would look really weird. It would. <laughs> the other day, I was thinking about this question. I would, you know, how nice it would be to have an extra set of arms, or, or would you have an extra brain? Uh, I don't know if I'd need an extra brain. There might be too much stuff going on up there. Then true, maybe an extra set of arms would be more useful. Yeah, your thoughts might get confused with each other. Next thing you know, you're slapping yourself in the face and there's milk <laughs> on the floor. And... Yeah, you, got, you got a good point. What's the most boring sport? Um, uh, also, probably softball. Kids softball. Other than that, probably like horse riding or anything like that where they don't even race them. They like go show them or like dog showing. Ugh. That seems terrible. Like, why would people even watch that? Oh, man. I'm not sure. Uh, what's the worst song? Uh, probably like any of those TikTok songs. I'm not into that. That's pretty annoying. That's <laughs> TikTok, man. Especially when it keeps coming on over and over. Uh, yeah, I, I never had TikTok until this year, and we went out to Montana. And on the drive back, my buddy TikTok the whole way home, and yeah. he had it quiet, so I could like only just a little bit hear it. Well, we got out of North Dakota, just got into Minnesota, so we still had like three hours to go before we got to Wisconsin. And I finally turned the radio down, and all I could hear was this same song repeating. Like I couldn't tell what it was; it was just a noise. Well, his phone was on his lap, and finally I figured out it was TikTok playing. That's when I became annoyed with TikTok and the reason why I didn't download it forever. But I'll <laughs> tell you how much fun it was because the only way I could figure out how to get the phone off of him without actually grabbing the phone was to just slam it into his lap harder. <laughs> and he woke up basically with his head in the dash. So <laughs> I agree with you. You ever been on TikTok so long that it a little thing comes up and says, hey, go grab a glass of water and, sh- and turn it off. No. Yeah, me either. It's weird. <laughs> That's a thing? <laughs> You've been on yeah, that not- long? I don't know. Maybe like once. <laughs> I'm actually probably like the only one, one of the only ones in my grade that doesn't have it. That's That's good. Hey, who's your favorite teacher in New Richmond? Uh, none. Ooh, Ooh. Don't really have. I know one of your teachers. <laughs> <laughs> what grade? Uh, well, she's a shop teacher. 
Wait, you're high not, school. Yeah, probably. You're not there yet, are yeah, you? Yeah, I haven't even been there yet. Yeah, uh. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry I brought it up. We'll edit this part out. Yeah, it's fine. None of them are going to listen to this anyways. <laughs> well, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I'm none, got- of, their fi- Oops, none of them are big fans of me, so oh, they won't bother. You're pretty rowdy kid in school, or what? Not really. I'm actually pretty smart. I just, I just don't really suck up to the teachers a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, Galvin, final question: What are you built to do? Uh, win. Nice. Good yeah, answer. We got to bring the shirts back. I know. Oh. Have to. Yeah. All right, Galvin. It was uh, it was great having you on. We uh, really appreciate watching you out there. Yeah, and uh, definitely good luck the rest of the season. Look forward to watching you grow. Um, we'll definitely see you at a track soon. Yes. All right. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Thank you. All right. See ya. Dot. You got me. Boom. What a kid. 14. Yeah. 14, and he was just spot on, Johnny on the spot, ready to ready to hit these answers right away. He was. Heck yeah. But, like, how in-depth some of his answers were while going through his racing or yeah, how he looks at That's what I always love listening to is how people look at the track, like, he gets it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, like he said, he's been born and raised at the track quite literally. You know, I've known his dad and his mom actually for a long time. And, and, uh, he's the same age as my son. And it's amazing to see what he's doing, you know, at 14 years old and the things that he's accomplishing already. And, and quite honestly, I think the future is really bright with him. Mm-hmm. For sure. And he knows how to speak. You know what I mean? I mean, he, it impresses me. Like, yeah, I didn't expect that to be honest. Like, honestly, Kennedy, I mean, I've never met him, but Caden, Galvin, they definitely speak better than I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's uh, it's exciting to see. I mean, how passionate he is, and really how much he says he's ready to you know move up and. And stuff like that. It's going to be exciting to see him in there and start mixing it up with some of these guys. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. I think he's pretty pumped to get to the Wasoda side, though. Yeah. All right, let's get to some news, Todd. And Gunner. Sorry. I just have to say Todd. Todd's live. Gunner, do you want to join us for the news, or you got something else going? Or? Yeah, hi. I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hit the button, David. Hey, hit the button. Think of your body as a car. It needs energy. Liquid Nitro is that energy. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. It's packed with superfruits and five B vitamins. That'll give you clean energy for those moments when you need that boost. You want it to last. Not the crash. And you want it to taste good. Pour some nitro into your tank. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. Welcome to the world of real energy. No bull. LiquidNitroEnergyDrink.com. 
Time for the news. The Bill 2 News. Otherwise known as screenshots Blake's got on his phone. Powered by liquid nitro energy drinks. Here's Gunner and Blake with the news. The news. We got two weeks worth of news. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. This is big. I mean, Ben Bros last week. Wide open marine Aqua Hills water spot on credit card processing. Yeah. Just hell of a story. Yeah. Big personality. Pretty amazing how he's going to give people 25% off, though. Seriously. I mean, that's not everybody gets 25% off. Just by using Bill 2 promo code. Come Boom. on. Boom. All right. So we're going to back this son of a B all the way up to ohio sprint speed week oof that's a long time ago folks this is before the masters we apologize but it's something i wanted to talk about go ahead kyle larson (laughs) (laughs) moving on (laughs) yeah he did good enough enough said uh yeah uh wednesday night Larson, Abreu, Courtney, very cool to see. Uh, it's always cool to see Rico get in their victory lane with Kyle, and they actually went slider for slider for a while. Um, Jeff Gordon hops back into a midget. Did you see it? Clausen yes. Marshall? Yep. Yeah. Pretty cool. It quite was. The throw, quite the throwback. Yeah, it was like too far back. Jeff, just just go work with Hendrick. (laughs) You don't need to race anymore. Yeah, we're fine. What did you think of his uh, suit? Yeah. Period correct. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't remember seeing it. You didn't see it? No. Todd, explain. Look it up. No, look it up. It was old school. Like, Quite honestly, if he would have had a little bit longer hair and brought the mustache back, mm-hmm. that would have been awesome. It was like identical, like almost like you wearing the Ricky Bobby suit for Halloween. Right. Like this was the actual Jeff Gordon wearing mm-hmm. a Jeff Gordon throwback stuff. Yeah. Did you see it yet? No. All right. Uh, proud of Mr. Shadow Kitchener. He got himself a victory lane. Victory Lane win. How about it? Come on in the Midwest mods. At a boy and our our homie Parker Anderson got the dub. The dub over at the big track. North Dakota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the fire suit. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? It's like, like you can it was throw like throwback th- cars, but not suits. It was like a throwback attempt, but it was like, eh. It was like I'm gonna swing, and then not hit a home run. I'm gonna hit like a so single. He just bunted it. He bunted. He might have even bunted. We're talking baseball. Yeah, I think he just bunted. Ooh. I don't know though. I feel like if he would have put the hair and the mustache and some sunglasses, then it would have been at least a triple. I don't know why my S's like all went together when I said something like this. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> so speaking of wish, Donnie shots, <laughs> 300 wins. Got him. He did it. Finally. 
And he gets extremely irritated if you keep asking about 300 wins. Did you notice that? No. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, just fucking stop talking about it. I'm going to go out here and race the race that we're at today. I don't give a shit. I got over the hump. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, as we talked earlier. uh it got heated. Carrie Madsen did uh, go two for three at Jackson. He did. Uh, wasn't Houston's before that? Right before that? Yeah, he didn't do a, like extremely good, but he did get on the podium. Who won at Houston? So David Gravel. Hold on. And Todd. Todd, Todd did not I, win. I did not win. I was, you know, I quite honestly didn't even get to the track to be real honest uh, with you. Rudsel. Right, so Rutzel after he took out fucking douchebag. After he took out uh, Carson Masia. God. Okay, I came off a little heated on that, but for fairness here, it's kind of like cheering on Kyle Busch in a sense because you like him because of his personality, but you also dislike him sometimes. You know, I used to be an Aaron Reitzel fan because of his driving, but this year. A little bit over the top, and I don't know. He fucking hung Macedo on the fence. Yeah, just chopped him. Like, wide open, I know i seen you, but I'm still going to drive down the hill and not give you any room to hit the brakes. Right. What was Carson supposed to do? <laughs> okay, let me drive over the four-foot hump on the inside or slam on the brakes and turn right. Right. But... Let's give it up for Carson because he rallied. He went and, and the crew. <laughs> it was like puking after he got hammered, drunk, and then going back drinking again. Yeah, he was. He was running hard too. <laughs> was giving her. Then we got Mister Radetsky at the Masters. Big shout out to him. Yes, two out of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lance built, built two guests. Yeah, uh, Jake Radetsky. Built to sponsored car, Jake Rodetsky. Ooh, Boom. I was down there for handshakes after the races. Always good to give him a hug. Uh, Lance Schill, eighth to first at River Cities. How about it? Yeah, I just wanted to give him a shout out. Uh, Cam Bam, up one at Ogilvy. <laughs> one again. <laughs> Chase V. Brock, up three to win at Ogilvy. They've uh, they've been kind of like working on each other's cars a little bit, right? Well, they're basically neighbors and party together, so right can't really call it working on each other's cars, but you know what I mean, right? Just listen to anything about momentum. Any anything about momentum doesn't matter. Podcast, uh, whatever, video somewhere. Sometimes that's all you need. Huge. Yeah, just saying. Jamie Ball went down to Knoxville. Give her old go-karting buddy a shout-out. Yep. Okay, so the rundown for the Masters. Jake in the late models. Jake Tim in the mods, which... How pause. About- pause. Time out. Jake Tim, you were my hero on Thursday night. Slider for slider for uh, slider for slider like White Castle. Thursday no. night feature. Everybody was living scared around in the middle to the bottom. Jake Tim up there, like his T-shirt says, burning right rear quarters off. That was awesome. That's all Gunner I got. was almost on 
Gunner was almost on his feet, on top of his feet, cheering. Yes. You were that excited? It was Dude, it was awesome. Like was. the top names in the country running middle to bottom and Jake Tim says, Fuck this, I'm going to the top. He See you boys next race. There wasn't much <laughs> up there either. Nope. It was a no. thin line he was dancing on. He how sent about, it. How about him and Calvin in the heat race? That was a battle. <laughs> that was uh I got a little rowdy. Yeah. That didn't stop on the track. No. Well, it never really did much in the pits either. But regardless, yeah. they just calmed down yeah. and went back out there and did her again. Yep. <laughs> but that was some intense sliders. I'm like, that's not going to clear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, he did it. Oh, he did. oh it's happening. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was awesome to see. And uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, I've watched USMTS before, but to see how hard those guys go in the heat race, because it's such a big advantage to to do good in the heat races. Oh gosh. I mean that, you know, that move was, you know, questionable that he did, but it put him to where he was in the feature and mm-hmm. he got the win. So Friday night, Radetsky Demo getting his first USMTS win. That was pretty cool. It was cool. Just I know he's had so much bad luck with, you know, like the USA Nationals a few years back blowing a motor and a lot of bad luck, so to see him get that was pretty awesome. Regardless, just to get a win with the USMTS is huge. Huge, yeah. Edge. Edge. And then Lance Hoffer in the in the USRA lates. Like, pretty cool to see three different drivers win in the late yeah. models there. Saturday night, though, our old buddy, our neighbor. Yep. The 28. Got her done. Last lap pass. That was... uh. That was pretty cool. I was super proud to see him and John just out there cruising like they were on a lake somewhere trying to get to the <laughs> next bar and came down to one to go and it was bye. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of people even ask me like, did you see that race or, you know, yeah. that was a, that was a cool finish. And then Jake O'Neill, how does tire last 50 laps? Yeah. He was giving her. That guy's had like the worst right rear luck of the year. Yeah. And, and he then, got the dub. Crazy. And then Gavin won. That was awesome big. And yeah, then, uh, yeah, yeah, hold on here. We got, uh, oh, Chateau. That was before Ogilvy. Brian Roach. Oh, yeah. The old man throwing deuces at the <laughs> camera. Got her done. But the biggest news of all, which we said it on the last podcast, but this is officially in the news section. Harry Hansen wins at Hibbing Speedway in a brand new late model. Boom. Oh, Harold getting her done. I was pretty proud. Yeah. Um, Kyle Larson dominating until this current last, what, Friday? Yep. He would have had five, and he blew that damn right front tire. Ugh. Son of a. Left, left front. Left or, front, yep, left front. Well, both eventually, I think, but... Yeah, coming into three, yeah. heartbreak. Yeah, I I had to, I heard about it, and then I had to watch, like, the highlights, and the announcers were like, Kyle Larson gonna make it five in a row, and then, boom. Oh, no. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a flat, he's got a but flat. Even, even still, though, look at the streak that he's on. How is the rest of the field not saying, what in the world are we doing wrong? 
I know Joe Gibbs has, you know, kind of protested and said, there's no way he's that good. He's got to be cheating somehow. And I think one of the NASCAR said, you know, we've looked through this car top to bottom. There ain't nothing we can find. He's amazing. Go yeah. out there, look it's at something about momentum. Yep. It's huge. So I seen a post. There you were looking at a post. Kyle Larson's weekly schedule. <laughs> Sunday. Win Cup Series race all three stages if he feels like it. Monday. Meet with team. Wait for Cliff Daniels to ask, does anyone see areas where we can improve? Laugh for five minutes. Leave. Prepare dirt car. Tuesday. (laughs) Fly to random oval made of dirt. Win there. Wednesday. Finish second somewhere to falsely imply... He's human after all. Thursday, fly to random dirt track. Win there also. Friday, find place for that week's trophies. Clean dirt from ears. Saturday, do media. Pretend he isn't sure if he'll win a cup race. Repeat (laughs) weekly. That's pretty good. Probably the most accurate of anything. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty damn funny. He's uh, He's got to be getting quite a few races in in a year. Yeah. I mean, he's about chasing 200. He's at PA right now. Yeah. For speed weeks. He's currently racing. As we're talking. And we might be missing it. Oh, we'll turn it on after we get that golf, we golf thing figured out. Yeah. I just, want, ass. I just want the world to know that uh, I did beat Blake by one stroke and we golf earlier, just before this, actually. <laughs> there will be a rematch after this. That's going to be our weekly prep. We <laughs> golf. Yep. We golf. Uh, how about this golf. one? Jesse Glenn's goes to Lemon and Tharo. Building centers, Rick Lemonin hops in a car he's never seen before with the USMT or sorry, IMCA mods, wins it, picks up the dub. I did not realize how important your pill draw was with that class. Yeah. Like your whole night depends on the number you draw at the beginning of the night. Right. Especially when you race at Brainerd. You been there before? Oh, I hate Brainerd. I I'm hate sorry, Brainerd, Brainerd but I hate you. It's the worst. That place, it, they had a rain delay for an hour, and it still rubbered up and got dusty. I don't get it. For a rain delay. Uh, last time I was there, I was mad. They, uh, we, we raced, and it was total dust bowl, and then the mods were going to go out, and then they watered the track. Sweet. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need water. No. We don't need no water. Just, but then you go watch World of Outlaws there that one time. I think you were with us for the uh, all invitation deal. Get the food and sit in the stand. Okay. I don't think so. Mudded up like crazy. Yeah. All I could see was like the only thing white left on my face was my eyes. Yeah. Congrats, Jesse. Collecting a $5,000 check. But then. Old Jimmy Mars goes down to I-94 and cleans house down there. The, what do we call him? So the Ice Man 
and the ice cube finishes sixth. Yeah. <laughs> the ice cube. Sammy with a sixth place finish. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Ice cube just coming in a little slow. Almost <laughs> there. Yeah. And the other cool race that I watched too was uh, Tyler Courtney in the USAC Silver Crowns. Yeah, I did see that. He pretty much dominated. I feel like those Silver Crowns could technically be a two seater. Yeah. I just, they look They look odd. really, yeah. Like, like the tail section looks so big. They're yeah. really cool to watch, but they look odd. Well, it is like, ain't them like 50-gallon tanks? Yeah. Yeah, because they went 50 laps. That's a dump truck back there, son. One uh, one other piece of news, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a guy named Brandon Overton. I, he won a bunch of money a couple weeks ago, but he uh, he did it again. Who was that? Thirty grand in his pocket. What? What number the, uh, is he again? You went over town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the uh, the original big sexy. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Brandon Overton. He uh, Todd? he took home a little bit of money. <laughs> and the guy that uses my name. Yeah. yeah. So you're telling me in the past months, Brandon's possibly made over three hundred thousand dollars. Well, he just snuck in another 30000 into his wallet this weekend at the Firecracker 100. So if my math is correct, that's $257,000 in less than three weeks? Yeah, something like that. Huh. I know this is totally random, but, Blake, can you pull your hat down so it's, like, to your eyebrows? You guys ever seen the show uh, Street Outlaws? Oh God! Who Blake, do I look like? Blake yeah. is Big Chief. Nah, oh, <laughs> I'm not that fat. No, I'm just saying Wait, the hat. Chief ain't that fat. When you when you pulled the hat a little bit flatter and got down, oh. yep. I love Chief. He's a great dude. He is. Or maybe you're Murder Nova. I was thinking Murder Nova with the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I start wearing like? Should I go like kind of Mexican style? Maybe with the tall white socks, the skinny shoes. I don't see why you wouldn't, really. Hey, you see? <laughs> Let's see it. Let's see it. I'm not going to do it. So, <laughs> I think we're wrapping up the news, but there's a big race coming up here at Cedar Lake Speedway. Yep. Oh, speaking of what which. What do you guys think? Who you got? What Wait, We're taking yeah. picks. Hold on. What were our damn picks? Did we figure this bet out? I need to get paid. By the way, I lost five bucks the other day. Yep. Because Gunner bet on Giassi, my guy ended up. Wait, who did I pick? You picked. I picked James. You picked Jesse. I don't know if I picked Jesse. Yeah. Well, you picked Jake one of the nights. But no, we bet like at the track five yeah, bucks separate oh, from our other picks. Oh. And I think Blake picked somebody. Girl, Blake. Girl Blake picked somebody. I don't remember who it was. Damn it. Uh, this was a terrible conversation to bring up. Yeah. All right. So our picks for July 2nd and 3rd, Cedar Lake Speedway. Todd, get your note out cat so we don't have to freaking write all this crap down. Todd, you can't be taking the my big pick. Cat is, no, 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 no. I was saying the big cat has won it uh, last year, both shows. So? I'm just saying. Cam's won eight out of ten races. (laughs) Doesn't mean anything. That is is true. That is true. 
Who you got, Todd? Wait, we giving him uh, first. How does he get first pick? No, because uh, Gunner said so. Go ahead. All right, yeah, rock no, paper I, uh, scissors. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're okay, not in I studio. Have, <laughs> I have whatever beats up both of you combined. <laughs> so I am going to go with my guy, David Gravel. Oh, he's your uh, guy now. Oh yeah, no, no, buddy. Wait, yep, oh, yep, buddy. Hold, hold, hold on. How did he become your guy? Hold on. Yeah, I know. Who's your? We need a Friday night pick and a Saturday night pick. And okay. you have to bet on okay. non-wings and wings for Saturday. Non-wings oh. Friday. Jeez, this is getting to be way too much thinking no, here. No, it's not. Okay. It's just our picks. Just get <laughs> to it. Okay. My God. Friday, I'm getting my, I'm getting my paper out. I am going with gravel uh-huh. on Friday for wings. Okay. And non-wing, I am going to go with... Can't pick me. The Undisputed People's Champ. No. Uh, okay. Uh, I will actually go with Mike Mueller. Ooh. Gunner, I think he's going to... Ooh. <laughs> ooh. I think he's going to outrun Cam flat out. Hmm. I beg to differ. Huh. We'll see. We'll see. Are we putting money on this? Dollar. <laughs> okay, dollar bet. Dollar bet. So who's hey. your who's your Saturday night pick for the Outlaws? My Saturday night pick for the Outlaws will be thinking to go Shoehart. Not cool. <laughs> Not even cool a little bit. See, it's, it's good to pick first. And you know what? For for non wing, I'll pick the Cam Bam for wing, Saturday night. Wing Saturday, wing, wing, wing. That's what I did. Oh, is it okay? Um, for three hundred five wing. Well, yeah, or B mod motor wing. B mod motor wing. Sorry. Um, I, how could you not choose Chase? All right. God, I didn't like him going first. <laughs> Blake, you're up. You're going last? Yep. Mm. So are wingless Friday and Saturday? What's the weather going to be like? No, wingless is only Friday. Oh. Is it supposed to rain all week? We don't, we don't get to look at the weather first. Well, Kerry Madsen's going to win on Friday. Okay. And... I think she's going to be pretty juiced up with a little bit of a curb. Obviously can't pick myself, but I do have to pick Cam on Friday. Uh, I have to. And then Saturday usually is when domination comes out and everybody figures out that they still had notes from last year in the track is not as good as it was last year. So it's going to be dry slick Mainly on the top for the first 10, then it's going to move to the bottom. I'm going to do a double prediction here. All right. The first two cars, it's going to be Macedo, and it's going to be Brad Sweet on the front row. And I think Macedo is going to be on pole. He's going to lose the lead 10 laps in. Brad's going to check out. Caution's going to come out. Macedo's going to get him at the end. 
Okay. And then that 13, the green and black car. Patrick. He just won the other day. I think he's going to have a little momentum going into Saturday. Plus, he now knows that track. So that's that's me. (sighs) All right. Uh, Friday night, uh, Sheldon's going to win. That's a good pick. He does like to rip the top there. He does. Like super over the top hard. And the wingless, uh, is Ryan Bowers or Brooke Tatnell racing? No. God dang it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take old Scotty. Scotty Brant. Scotty Brant. All right. Saturday, I got, I got Don Don. You think so? He never does good there. He does. He does do good there. When? 2015. He got second. <laughs> Number 301. You're predicting it? Yep. You think it, the 301 is going to come at Cedar Lake? Yep. On Saturday. Mm-hmm. And what then. Do you, what do you think the front row is going to look like? Front row? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I think it's going to be. I'll give you top four. Oh. It's going to be oh, wow. sweet on the pole. This is for Saturday. Sweet on the pole. Gravel to the outside. Donnie's going to start third. And Reitzel's going to be fourth. Who's fifth? <laughs> Shuhart. Sheldon? Oh. Sheldon's going to be sixth. I think that's, that's for Saturday. Actually, I think that's a pretty good prediction. Sheldon's going to start it fourth on is. Friday. And do, win it. Can I do my top five? Nope. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> uh, who do you who do you got for uh, the other wings on Saturday, Gunner? Uh. Uh. Hmm. This is tough. It is. Who was that guy that was there? It was like opening night, and he won. God, what's his name? The guy it was the guy that won that one time. I'm going with him. Oh, that one. Yeah. Ooh. I mean that's a good pick. Oh, the other three uh he's a three oh five guy. Yep. It's like a black car, I think. Yeah. Number thirty or thirty two or fifteen or twelve, I don't know. Could be the one. <laughs> yeah. You guys know who I'm talking about. That okay. one. That guy. You think it's going to be him? I'm going to write down that guy. All right. Well, it's official. We All got right. a dollar on this. Somebody's <laughs> going to win two bucks. We're about done with the news here. Oh, wow. Yeah. That took long enough. <laughs> you guys out? I'm out. Uh, what's Thunder Hill's schedule? Next race is when? The 7th. 7th of July. Be there. It's going to be. Need to, are we having a fireworks show this year? No. Unfortunately. What the hell? Yeah. It's going to be a quicker show, though. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. No comment. Get out there and support them. Yes. We had it to, was a packed house last week. Yeah, we had a good crowd. Good uh, good car count. Like 87, I think, carts. I could not believe it. Rookie Cage, Juniors, R-Box, 25, all of them. Mm-hmm. Three wide racing. As Matt Bull would say, the future is bright. Mm. Just like the sunsets out there. It's true. All right, boys, check it out. Wait for the next guest. Hopefully it's going to be a good one.
Um, appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you uh, coming up, talking to us at the racetrack. Love the compliments. Uh, make sure you subscribe, like, comment on whatever we put out there. Hope to see you soon. Well, they powered through another one. I don't know how these guys do it. Big thanks to all the sponsors of the Bill 2 Media Podcast. QualityFreightRate.com, Kick-Ass Beef Jerky, Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks, Thunder Hill Speedway, SKD, Jiggy Signs, K1 Race Gear Ryan Bowers, and Tarvis Racing. Be on the lookout to find out who is next week's special guest. Other than that, we're out of here. You good? We're good. The Bill 2, Bill two, Bill two. Media. 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 Media.